Welcome, everyone, to the second episode of the Double A Show podcast. And I am your co-host, Aaron, and then my co-host, uh, Agustin. So we're going to talk about the NFL just for a brief couple of minutes. Uh, first game we want to talk about is uh, Saints-Panthers and the uh, blowout that the Panthers gave the Saints. Yeah, so that game was pretty bad. Uh, I know you uh, were pretty pissed about it because you have uh, Alvin Kamara for fantasy. And yeah, I think they had I think they had less than thirty rush yards total as uh, a team. Yeah, which just is about pretty, pretty yeah pretty trash honestly, and which which is weird to see because obviously you know like last week they uh, blew out the Packers and then they just like lay a fucking egg this week. It was so weird to see considering that I think the Packers are a uh, superior team to the Panthers, which is weird. But uh, Winston was only 11 for 22 and 111 yards with two INTs. That is just very bad. That's just very, very bad. Very yeah. bad. And then they had 48 rush yards on 17 carries. Yeah, I watched the game uh, from the eye test. Camara could literally just not move the ball, and that's their best player. He was he was very very bad. I don't know what they did. I don't know if they just like if uh, last week was just an anomaly, but that was that was a very very bad performance. Pretty much just like a big fluke that Aaron Rodgers just wasn't ready to actually play a game. Um, yeah, that was. They they do have Sam Darnold, so I mean that does bring a bit more of energy because he does have something to prove. But I mean maybe people were counting them out because they blew out the Jets week one. And I mean, who are the Jets really? But now that they did this to the Saints, I mean, that Panthers defense, I mean, they might be on track to getting somewhere close to that Super Bowl team, that that defense that took them to the Super Bowl. I wouldn't say anywhere near it just yet because it's still too soon. But I mean, they were able to do this to the Saints who completely dominated the run game and eventually the pass game against the Packers. So that might be something to look at too. I do agree because since you, uh, mentioned Darnold I want to talk about him because everybody wants to try to blame him for his stint with the uh New York Jets and I think that was obviously clearly the Jets fault because I mean they're ma- making uh Zach who's a rook rookie this year look super bad and he was the what he was the second overall pick yeah he was number number the number number two pick and he has I think he had four in INTs this past week against the Patriots, which obviously Bill always does good against very, very young quarterbacks. So that's not really a surprise. But yeah, like that team, the Jets are just not good. And I think that's a good thing now because everybody can realize that Darnold's actually a really good QB. Not top 10, but he has top 15 potential, especially with the offense he has in Carolina with McCaffrey and Roby Anderson and DJ Moore, and he has a very solid defense. So I think the Panthers might be a sneaky team in the playoffs this year. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, you have McCaffrey there, so that takes off a lot of the edge, a lot of pressure as well off of Darnold to really like if he's going to show that he can play and just having a good running back like him uh, behind him, that's just that's going to help him a lot. So, I mean, this offense is just going to keep getting better. The defense, I mean, like I said, I don't know if they're 100% back to that Super Bowl team, but, you know, we'll see down the line. Yeah, I agree. The other one that I wanted to discuss was the Cowboys and Chargers. Obviously, we kind of have to talk about them, you know, because everybody's a Cowboy fan, even though I hate the Cowboys. But, uh, yeah, yesterday they 
even though they won or not yesterday um sunday because it's tuesday night uh, even though they won, they didn't impress me at all. I think the defense uh, impressed me a bit more this week compared mm. to last week, but the offense played very bad. I know uh, Lamb had a few uh, good plays. Zeke had that touchdown, but if you take away that touchdown, which was a what I think it was like a one or two yard uh, run, and then if you if you take away the play at the end of the half that he got like fifty, I want to say fifty something yards on uh oh, something like that to, yeah <laughs> yeah if you take away those he really his like stats were trash and then Dak obviously Dak didn't have a good game as well but i mean they they won so i also because i obviously we watched the game and i think that they got bailed out by the refs there was a lot of bullshit uh calls that went against the chargers and I think on a couple of them, it was a touchdown and they caught it back because I think there was one. I don't remember if this one was a touchdown or not, but it was a big play. And I think it was an ineligible man downfield for the O-line. I, I, I do remember the, that. Yeah. And then they showed the uh, replay and the guy was like literally right next to his teammates that were also on the fucking O-line. So I was like, wait, how is he? How is he ineligible? If he's literally like right next to the guys. And then even the uh, commentator said that that was a little bit uh, ticky tacky call, or whatever. They yeah, call it. I, I do remember. Uh, I do yeah. remember them saying that. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I know Cowboy fans with every single win, they're thinking Super Bowl uh, victory oh, already. Um, they beat a team that did not make the playoffs last year. I know the Chargers pretty have good. a lot of. Yeah, they're pretty good, but they didn't make the playoffs. So I mean, you know, don't celebrate like you just won the super bowl yet you're still one and one granted the chargers did have a lot of hype leading coming into the season especially with that high powered offense but their defense still really hasn't improved too much or really at all <laughs> from last year that offense i feel is trying to establish an identity but it feels like they're struggling to get to that point and maybe might have to find something else like an alternative an, an alternative route essentially and it may take a little bit may not we'll see in the coming weeks but dallas i mean amari cooper had what less than 10 yards receiving something like that it was pretty yeah, bad he was, he was pretty bad yeah. i mean i know he's questionable now but yeah, as a team they didn't play as great as i think a lot of people expected them to play i know people now expect them to get 30 plus points you know 400 300 plus yards from dak and elliot i mean just probably the only reason elliot did good this season or this season this game was just I wouldn't say superior play calling, but the play calling did get a little bit better. But the one who benefited was uh, Pollard for sure. Yeah, I was going to say Pollard had 110 yards on 13 carries and <clears throat> Elliot had 70 on 16. So he was definitely averaging a lot more yards. So I don't really think that's a offensive line problem because, I mean, Pollard was like feasting. So I think it's uh, Pollard is a little bit more explosive than Elliot. I don't know what has gotten into Elliot since what I think it was his second year or third year after he had uh, 1K uh, rushing yards. After that, he just hasn't really been the same since he got suspended. I think it was like two years ago, 2019 or something like that, when he got suspended for, I forgot why it was, but he got suspended for like half the season. Ever yeah. since then, he hasn't really like been himself, and it's weird to watch because he's still very young. I'm pretty sure he's like 26 or 27. And I used to watch him at Ohio State. So obviously I know, I already know how good he could be because obviously I'm an Ohio State fan and he, he literally dominated every single game. He was a top five pick in the 
in the 2016 draft for a reason. So I think uh, he has the potential, but I, I don't know what's going on with him. I, I don't know if it's a slump or if he just if if, if he just uh, digress uh, digressed regressed. Or, yeah, there you go. Re- regress. I don't know why I was thinking of digress. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, like he uh, regressed. I think that's what it is because I mean, they're. I don't, I don't think they're going to have the uh, key O-line guys. I don't know if um, Martin's still out. And I know uh, Collins, their tackle is out for, I think, five or six games for PEDs or whatever. Yeah. That was. Yeah. <laughs> so they don't have their typical guys. But still, like, I mean, if Pollard can get 110 on 13 carries, then there's no excuse for Zeke, who's supposed to be a top 10 back, can't get that much on more carries. It's yeah. Just, it's just weird. But Dak... I think Dak had just had a bad game. I think Dak's still a top ten, maybe even top five quarterback in a bunch of people's eyes, and he's probably going to win comeback player of the year. So, as an Eagles fan, I'm not looking forward to playing them next <laughs> week because obviously I think the Cowboys will beat us. I think they they just have a better offense. I hope I'm wrong. You know, obviously I want to win, but I do think the Cowboys have a better offense than us. That's like it's like two of the games that you want to win. Like you can go two and fourteen now, two and fifteen. You won't care as long as those two wins are the Cowboys. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Um, it's like the uh, Michigan versus uh, Ohio State. What do you call it? A uh, rivalry. Like as long as they beat each other, they they can go uh, winless the rest of the season. And as long as they beat each other, they're like, I, I don't give a shit. Yeah, <laughs> we want that team or whatever. So yeah, that's like a. That's a right rivalry for us, but yeah, I'm look, looking forward to next week's game. I think it's on Monday night, actually, too. Which yeah, it's tough. on Monday night. Yeah, I don't remember when's the last time we played the Cowboys on a mon- Monday night. It's usually on Sunday night. That's gonna be interesting. Yeah, but, uh, probably because it's two bum teams going at it. So you know, yeah, probably that's that's 100 true. <laughs> Not gonna lie, the the uh, division is very trash, <laughs> and uh, the next game I want to talk about is the Chiefs versus Ravens. I think that one was. That was, wow, a, that, was uh, that was a really good game. That was a really good game. I mean the the Ravens were pretty much down. I want to say almost the entire game. Yeah, they would have. They should, honestly should should have lost. But obviously, Ceh had that damn freaking fumble at the end. Yeah, and they lost because of that. I mean, I feel like most teams probably would have given up um being down so much but they just kept scoring. They just didn't stop. Uh, maybe yeah, Kansas like, City like slowed down just a little bit. It, you could seem you could tell maybe there was like some of the team wanted to slow down because they were already winning the other part wanted to like keep going so I, I don't think there was miscommunication i just feel like there was a different sense of urgency between some of the players at least that's how i saw it because i mean how do you go like you're, you're holding lamar jackson like for the most part and then he does that one amazing throw where he jumps and, and threw it like that was an amazing oh, yeah. play as soon as he he did that i was like okay they're still down even if they score but i mean that just goes to show me that they're not gonna give up and they came out on top barely but they won like when yeah. they were already counted out by pretty much everybody at that point i also think it's very uh interesting or not interesting it's very um impressive that they won because considering all the people that they have out i think they said it was 15 yeah 15 uh, injuries players that they have players, out. Yeah. yeah that's 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 pretty impressive because the chiefs are relatively healthy yeah they said coming prior the to the game they said that they didn't have any injuries so that was yeah, a full yeah. team so, yeah like, so that actually makes it more impressive it was basically the lamar show versus obviously 
Mahomes, but Mahomes had like everybody uh, 100% with him. He had Tyreek, Kelsey. They actually shut down Tyreek very yeah. well. I think they were like, I know. They were, like uh, triple cover covering him at some points. So I was like, damn, dude. Like, I mean, he's just that good, obviously. He runs, he's so fucking fast, bro. That guy is. That guy's a beast, man. He's yeah, so good. for sure. I and, mean, uh, there was one thing I did want to talk about. Um, just real quick, since we're on Kansas City, real quick. We know Gronk is probably the best tight end of all time. Do you think he is back to being the number one currently, or is uh, Kelsey still the number one? I think Kelsey's still the number one because uh, Kelsey still gets double teamed and even triple teamed sometimes. Gronk is always on one on ones because. He's all, like obviously he can still play at a very high level, but he still he's pretty he's kind of old still and he gets hurt a lot. So I would not trust him over Kelsey right now, and okay. I wouldn't even put Gronk in the top three. I, that would that would still be Kelsey and then Kittle and then Waller. But obviously, mm. like if Kittle continues to have the season that he's having right now, where he hasn't really done crap, then I might consider putting. Honestly, I, I don't even know if, if I would put him in the top four because I think after those three guys, I'll probably get uh, Hawkinson in there. That that guy has been pretty damn good as well. Yeah, and he's been he's been consistent since like 2016. And Gronk has obviously he played last year, but he barely did anything until the Super Bowl. He had like two touchdowns. Up until then, he didn't really do anything. Yeah. So, I think I, I think we need to see consistency before we can say that, oh, Gronk is the best uh, tight end again because obviously Kelsey has been... Do you think like... I think he was the fastest one to 8,000 receiving um, yards in... No, he was the fastest tight end in NFL history. So obviously Kelsey is still the top guy in my opinion. I'll probably ask it like around week eight, week nine, you know, when we're a yeah, little halfway through. Because, yeah, I mean, the still... season should form somewhat by then, at least for individual yeah. players. Yeah, because uh, in the beginning of the uh, seasons, there's always those guys that go off in the in the beginning, and then they just, <laughs> yeah. just come back down to earth, and they're like, okay, well, this is how we actually are. I, I think that's what's going to happen on Gronk. But you never know because he does have Brady. Brady's still obviously a top five quarterback and he loves to pass it to Gronk because that's his best friend. I think they've been best buddies since like 2010 when Gronk got drafted. So you never know. You know, it's just it, it all just depends on the matchups. Yeah. And I was going to say, like, he's Gronk still did pretty good, even with all those weapons on Tampa Bay squad. So, I mean, that's going to be really dangerous. The fact that he has now four really good targets that he can throw to i mean oh, yeah. the only thing that they really lack on offense maybe a line maybe but i i would say for sure the running back position that's probably that's probably their one weakness but i mean if you're throw if you have four really good receivers i mean i'm not gonna say it doesn't matter but like you can yeah. get by without a very good run game but i would say they have to establish that if they want to make a deeper run yeah yeah i was, I was gonna say uh, i don't think the top teams have ever really had that great of a uh, run game like the chiefs have had i mean the chiefs have been the one of the best teams in the league for quite some time now and they've never really had like a top rush game since kareem hunt left because like last year and the year before who do they really have they, they didn't really have anyone that like popped out and said oh yeah that's their that's what one of the top guys in the league yeah. as far as running backs go and obviously the guys that the Bucks have, they have Fournette and Ronald Jones. Those guys are very capable, but I think it's because they they do a running back by committee, 
approach so it doesn't give them the chance to like get in rhythm and stuff you know? yeah like they keep like switching they them they yeah like they just keep like coming in and out so obviously you can't get in any kind of rhythm whenever you do that so it's going to be hard for them to be able to establish a run game but it's always possible because you can't stack the box when you're playing against tom so yeah yeah i guess we'll see on like how uh tampa bay um i, I wouldn't say evolves but just figures out their offense more uh, yeah. in the coming weeks but <laughs> one of the last games we want to talk about is um kind of a shocker really the raiders beating pittsburgh i mean i didn't okay, see wait, that wait. coming that's that's uh okay like it's a shocker in a sense because like the Steelers, we thought were going to be pretty good because they beat the Bills last week. But I think it was also one of those things where Steelers just came back down to earth and they came back to reality. And the reality is that they have Big Ben and Big Ben played like dog shit this past week against the uh, Raiders. And their offense is just not that good. They have, which is weird because they have a, like a pretty good O-line. They have a more than capable uh running back and they have a crap ton of receivers to throw the ball to and big ben just literally can't like get them the ball it's weird they have juju they have Najee, they have deontay johnson they have chase claypool they have they have four guys that they can like literally get the ball to at any time and they'll break break a big play and big ben just isn't capable anymore i don't know if it's because he's old or he's just fragile i mean this is kind of the same thing but like I don't know. Like he's just not that good anymore. Yeah, in my opinion. I know. Like back, I wouldn't say even a few years ago. I would say like when I was still in high school, like ten years ago during their last Super Bowl run. You know, saying that Big Ben is fragile is like, are you fucking insane, dude? Like you, you yeah. almost never saw him on the ground. He almost never got sacked. He's a big know? dude, man. And and now it's like a common thing. Not a common thing, but like you, it's not a rarity anymore, you know. So I mean, yeah. it probably is that he's getting older, or he is old. I don't know if they just haven't made the right adjustments to like fit him. Because I mean, look at Tom. They told him, they asked him like, "What do you want?" And he's fucking thriving now. And I'm not saying that he's as good as Brady or better or worse, but like this has been going on for a couple years now, and nothing's really changed. He's still just getting beat. You know, especially last season, say what anyone will say, it was a fluke. You know, all all of their wins. That and, very uh, easy schedule. Yeah, that yeah that too. Or when they did play a good team, they were hurt, either hurt or COVID uh, restrictions. Yeah. So you know, when they finally played a dog shit decent team, <laughs> they lost. So I think uh, one thing that I w wanted to go on a small little rant on about the nfl uh this past weekend i don't know if you saw if you like paid attention to the um penalties but they implemented this new rule this past i mean for this season where you can't quote taunt anymore so if you do a good uh play like if you get a pick or if you get a sack or if you get a touchdown you can't i guess taunt or something like that i don't know exactly exactly how that goes or like a what taunt they consider, or celebration uh yeah you, yeah you like you you can't do that, which is weird because uh, I think it was the Seahawks game. The guy got a sack. It was num number two. I think his last name is um, Reed. I forgot what he did, but he did. I think it was like a sack or something. And he literally just like picked his hands up and was uh, celebrating. And then he got flagged for that. It's like, dude, like that has to be the stupidest 
the most idiotic rule I have ever seen NFL uh, implement to the fucking game. And it literally takes away the fun out of the game because you can't, like, for example, uh, last year in the Super Bowl, whenever it was the Chiefs against the Bucks, and I think it was uh, on fourth down, the Chiefs uh, turned it over. And I think it was the, I forgot what his name was, but he was a rookie last year. I think it was, uh, I forgot his, I forgot his name. Oh, I, I, I know what you're talking about, yeah. Yeah, and like he did the uh, piece uh, signed to him. And then obviously he got hit with a uh, 15 yarder. I was like, dude, like, how do you, like, he's going to win, win the game the on the biggest stage of, of them all. Like, how can you actually get pissed off at that and like give, give him a fucking 15 yard, yard penalty? You know what I mean? It, like, it just doesn't make any uh, sense. And I think they should take away that fucking thing because it's stupid. Okay. Well, the piece one to like, me, I mean, I think he deserved that. I mean, he went up to the guy and, you know, in his well, face. he didn't really go up to him. He kind of was already like next to him because like they well, kind I mean, of he's like still in front of him. Like, yeah, you can I tell think that the was re- intentional. Why he did that? I think the re- reason why he did that was because uh, Tyree did that to him. Yeah, that yeah, like, I, I remember. It was that yeah. game or the game in the in the regular uh, season? He he did he did the same thing to him. So it's like yeah. okay, well, obviously he's think... just like uh, returning the favor. So if if you do that, and then like obviously he didn't get. Why would this guy get penalized? It's just it just make, makes no sense. They're not uh consistent with it. That's all I'm gonna say. Yeah, I, f- I feel like people would agree with you. Maybe not in that example. Personally, I I, I think he did deserve it at that point. He, regardless of what happened before that, people are not gonna th- think about that. The media is not gonna think about that. It's just gonna be right then and there what he did. But I do agree with you because I remember I think it was I can't remember if it was the Dallas Chargers game or the titans and seahawks game one of them scored and did like the motion of like eating like eating cereal or something and he didn't do it to the player he just was like getting picked up by his teammates and doing it but the ref saw it like oh he's in front of him he's doing it to him you know penalty obviously because i know zeke that's like his thing he likes to well, it wasn't like you know like in his mouth it was just like oh okay i get you like he was just motioning it you know he wasn't doing yeah, it yeah. to anybody he just happened to be in front of somebody he was probably trying to get out of the way, but obviously his teammates picked him up and it looked, it just looked bad, but you can tell it wasn't any real ill intent, but that, that's probably what I have to say on that. Um, probably yeah. a lot of people will agree with you. Maybe not that example per se, but I do I think people would agree with about you. The example. I, I just think <laughs> in uh, general, they got to take away that rule because you can't penalize a player for celebrating him make making a good uh play it just does it it doesn't make any fucking sense to me but yeah i guess the uh nfl has gotten very 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 soft the past like decade so i'm not really surprised like you literally can't do anything without they do call it the uh what do they call it the no fun league league for a reason now <laughs> because you just literally can't do anything fun without being uh penalized which is stupid but even I my guess, uh even my boy aaron Rodgers. Are- agrees with you he even said um in an interview that the league has gotten soft and he's a quarterback he's the one that they're you know protecting not not him per se but like oh yeah even quarterbacks are i wouldn't say older but like the more old school players are saying that like yes i mean they're trying to protect us but at the same time like a lot of these penalties are like super close like i know last week with um i think it was in darius smith on Jameis winston he sacked he tackled him and they, that drew a penalty. I'm not going to say that that would have changed the course of the game, but that would have 
that's when it was still 17-3, so we had a chance to come back, possibly. No chance. Yeah, yeah we'll see. We'll, <laughs> we'll see in the playoffs where they meet again. But I don't know if you ever wanted to like, go back and just watch that quick replay, because even the announcers were like... I'll go look at he, it. He, he, he literally just, literally just left his fingers. I know like if he had thrown it, and then he gets hit, okay. But like, it literally was leaving his fingers as as he was getting hit, and they called it. He didn't even land. Like, he, it wasn't even helmet helmet to helmet. He hit him the way the NFL would want him to hit: shoulder to the to the chest area, head all the way down as you can possibly get, and they still flagged him. So I don't. That's literally the way the, the that the announcer said that the NFL want tackles to go, and you still they still get flagged for it. So yeah. you know, that's just one little example. So that's going to pretty much wrap up the uh, NFL for this week, what we thought about it. One other thing that I did want to talk about was um, a documentary series that came out uh, last week. So I don't know if uh, anyone here is a wrestling fan. Yes, wrestling's fake, scripted, whatever. I don't care what you have to say about that. It's still very entertaining. Um, But there's a show called, let me see, Dark Side. Of the Dark ring. side of the, of the ring, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Dark Side of the Ring. It's not affiliated with any company. It's just a sort of docu-series that's on Vice TV. That uh, Right now, they're the second half of season three uh, on Thursdays. So I think you can actually watch them on YouTube um, a day later, so on Fridays. Um, but reason I want to bring it up is because uh, Ric Flair is in the news and he's being canceled. <laughs> um, so essentially, <laughs> this week's episode of dark side of the ring essentially they cover um incidents in the wrestling business most of them being wwe back then uh wwf before they had to tap out to the panda and give up the name the company has never fully stated this incident that was covered on the docuseries but they never also denied it so the incident was dubbed the plane ride from hell so long story short the then wwf did a short uk tour four days on the flight home before they could actually take off there was about a seven hour delay and it was an open bar and in 2002 is when it took place uh they didn't have a alcohol and drug policy like they do now so it was pretty much just you know the wild west as one of the wrestlers put it um a lot of drugs, a lot of alcohol on that plane, and a lot of incidents. One where Brock, a very young Brock Lesnar, got into it with Mr. Perfect and almost uh, potentially opened the emergency hatchet on the plane while they were in the air. People's he- heads getting shaved, just a bunch of stuff. But the one we're going to talk about is Ric Flair and why he's getting canceled. As the nature boy, he would always get drunk, plastered, anything you want to call it, and uh he went up to one of the stewardess uh with nothing but his bathrobe on because he's the nature boy and essentially cornered her in a room and was you know with his penis with his penis yeah yeah and was telling telling her hey you want to touch it touch it and i do believe he actually grabbed her hand and put her hand on his penis and is now being canceled for that even though it was already known well, I wouldn't say 100% known, but the story had been going on since 2002. The company never um, said it happened, but they never denied it either. And there have been stories going around for years that it happened. Of course, now Ric Flair denies it ever happened, and he says he will probably make a statement on it soon. 
if he hasn't already but i mean what are your thoughts on that because i know you never really heard about that story yeah so when you told me about it i was like eh, it's probably not that and like you know i was like yeah, okay well i mean it's from back then it was from 2001 i think and uh i w- watched it last night and it was actually very entertaining surprisingly i was like damn this is actually especially for me because obviously i'm a lifelong uh, wwe fan i don't really wa- watch it as much anymore because i'm not really i don't really like the uh the people they have now i was more of like back then from like i want to say like 2013 or 20 like 14 and down that's when i was like i guess the uh uh a bigger fan but now it's like eh. but uh that one was actually very uh entertaining and i actually don't like the way uh tommy uh dreamer talks about the team because oh, like yeah. obviously he, he also was got there. canceled <laughs> yeah and like i like obviously okay like rick flair did that y'all can cancel him i don't he's not in the right at all and um tommy was like oh he didn't do that he he would not do that it's like dude you you were there but you weren't actually in front of him when it happened because i think it was rvd said that he was right in front when it happened and, and that that he saw it happening i think he said that right if i'm not mistaken i do uh, believe so um yeah so rvd was there he said he saw it that he saw uh rick grab grab her hand and you know whatever whatever you want to call it and i i think also um jr was there as well and he said he saw it and he i think j uh jr was the most like hurt out of the whole thing if you watched it he was the only one that was like i wish this thing would like just like go away and i don't want to talk about it after this anymore so and he's pretty old too and i obviously he was uh i think in charge of all the uh wrestlers yeah he he was the he was in charge of talent relations which is pretty much taking care of everybody yeah and i also i also think the one that should not get canceled but the one that they should hold responsible for it as well is um vince because apparently he was in the front of the plane the entire time and he just was expecting uh jr to like i guess uh handle handle it it. and it's like dude like okay like you can try to uh handle it but dude it's literally a bunch of grown-ass men that are drunk as fuck dude like i think apparently they went through like three carts of um alcohol before the plane even fucking took off dude so yeah these guys are hammered and they're obviously strong you got brock lesnar you got guys like uh pac-man what's his name up uh, uh x-pac not pac-man yeah x-pac yeah uh, you got x-pac he's the one that cut, what um, call it, uh, cut the guy's hair yeah <laughs> That so, was pretty funny because it's like, dude, like, what the heck? Yeah, no. so one of the things that before we uh, started recording that I wanted to tell you about something because obviously this story has been covered since 2002, since when it happened. The show, about most of their episodes, I want to say about 90 to 95% of what they say is accurate. The other 5 to 10% isn't. So one of the things that they did get wrong, actually, is uh, Vince and Linda... His wife were actually not on the plane. Oh, they weren't. No, yeah, they see, weren't. That's their thing on the yeah. So yeah. So they were actually weren't on the plane. They probably were aware of it, but obviously it's a thirteen-hour plane ride. Yeah. They can't do anything about it until they land. What they did, yeah. I don't know. We probably won't know. But yeah, they weren't on the plane. Just to clarify that, um, it came out like within the next day on wrestling websites, and even a guy who's dedicated his entire life to wrestling news and facts and all that, he was active in that time as a reporter. So, you know, it's just very. I, I don't think know. They, I 
think they uh i think they fired like two or three guys as soon as the plane landed i think one of them was was it jake not not jake the snake it was uh i think it was mr perfect was was, was it him i, I, I honestly can't remember was, <laughs> I think it was the one that was battling um addiction during that time apparently they had brought him back i, I, I like do remember one of them did get fired yeah yeah i think no i think um jr said that he fired three of them as soon as they got off the plane yeah something so like that yeah they did so they they did do something about it and uh well i, I know they asked vince you know it. yeah but whenever they asked um jr about it obviously he i feel like he would be more on or he's more on the side of like what of uh wanting to cancel rick flair because whenever they asked him about it like uh they asked him well uh why didn't you guys let go of uh uh rick and obviously he, he was he was like well he's the uh he's the i guess you can say uh poster boy like he uh he got a pass and it's like dude <laughs> and like you you can see like the hurt in his uh voice whenever he says that you know what i mean yeah like he literally he wanted wanted to like break, break down and cry because i guess he thought that he uh let this guy be free or whatever even though i guess he did that wrong i don't know i wasn't there so i'm not gonna say i'm I'm, I'm just gonna say allegedly because obviously yeah one of the things that they um that the show did do was they brought the stewardess who you know apparently was the one that he told to you know do perform that act on him which uh to this day they haven't really any docuseries on this never actually brought staff from the flight and that's one thing that this show did that made it more interesting and more believable so i mean we'll see what happens to rick flair in the coming weeks i know a commercial already um dropped him as the as a sponsor on the i don't know if you remember when you watched wwe they had like that intro you know the um, where it would like flashback from like back then to now Oh yeah. Uh, at the beginning of every show, um, they actually cut out Ric Flair's, you know, woo from it. You don't hear it at all. You don't see him at all. Oh, yeah. So they're cutting him from the network as well. Some of his things. I know he had a show upcoming there, like an interview, and they canceled it. So, you know. I'm gonna be honest with you. Uh, obviously, I'm not on Ric Flair's side, and I'm also not with the whole cancel culture bullshit. That shit is fucking stupid. I'll be honest with you, bro. Obviously, like Ric Flair, he can get uh canceled like all y'all want or whatever. Like I'm talking to people that are trying to like, I guess, cancel him, but I don't think he really like I don't know if he really cares that much because he's still super like rich. I don't know if he like obviously like he's gonna lose out on like a shitload of deals and stuff like that. But I mean, I think he's already set for and he's old as hell too. Is isn't he like in his like eighties or like he's he's barely like, seventy two. Yeah, see, okay, yeah, he's set. I mean, that's not that. Like, that, that that's that's not barely, man. That's obviously old as hell. But like, he looks like he's like eighty, bro. And like, I remember like watching him in like two thousand ten and like two thousand and seven and six or whatever. And he always just looked like he was ninety years old. I was like, dude, how is this? Guy? <laughs> yeah. I was like, dude, this guy looks old. And I, I always thought he was so old. But I mean, he's only seven seventy two right now. So that means that back then, like fifteen uh, years ago, he was only fifty seven, which is not that. I mean uh for a wrestler was old old as hell too yeah they never stopped like i know look at bobby lashley right now he's 45 he does not look 45 he looks like he's 30 but that's because he's 
he's taken really good care of himself. Like I said, a lot of those wrestlers were smoking oh, yeah. drugs. Nowadays, yeah, then, yeah. a lot of yeah. these wrestlers I feel are gonna last longer because, regardless of like they're you know they're, they're healthy, dude. They're healthy, but like you know, um, their body aches and whatnot are still there, but they've conditioned themselves a lot better. And not having all that alcohol and all that all those drugs definitely helps. So and the you, only one that w- was not or isn't as bad from like back then like 2000 and like uh 98 is probably the rock he looks more in shape now than he's ever had oh yeah he's like he's like i think close to 50 or he might he might even be 50 50 already he's he's old as hell and he looks like he's fucking 25 dude yeah he's 49 right now yeah see he's old as hell bro he's barely gonna be 50 next year wow yeah so i mean yeah, I mean, so uh, we're probably gonna keep up with that with those. Yeah, uh, probably with just the Ric Flair one because that's the main one yeah. that keeps coming up. But uh, yeah. one of the last things, or if not the last thing, we want to talk about is um, a real tragedy. Tragedy that um, transpired, I believe, uh, last month. Well, but we found out what about uh, it. It's been night. happening since June. You want me to c- cover the story? Uh, yeah, because I actually just barely found out about it uh, two days ago, three days ago. Yeah, I've actually been hearing hearing about it for a while because obviously I. I use TikTok and it, uh, some girl apparently was on TikTok that, okay, so this happened. It was with, uh, I don't know if anyone has heard of, I'm pretty sure everybody has, but uh, Gabby Pet, uh, Petito, I think that's how you say her last name, Petito. Petito Pe- we apologize uh, if we butcher your name, by the yeah, way. Yeah, I, I mean, she she uh, she looks white, so I'm going to go with uh, Petito. And uh, so this girl, I think she was like 22 or 23, she was going on a cross-country uh, road trip with her uh, fiancé, who was, his name is uh, Brian uh, Laundry. Obviously, I'm going to say his name because he's a piece of shit. Uh, and uh, they, they were go, go, going going uh, cross-country to different uh, state parks and stuff. And uh, what, what are they called? Uh, national parks or whatever uh, to go uh, vis- visit them. And uh, they were there or whatever. And I think they went in June 2021. So obviously they went, was it two month, months ago? Because we're in uh, three month, months ago. That's when they started uh, the trip. Took off. Yeah, oh, okay. that's when they uh, took off. And then apparently in, I think it was t- August. Yeah, yeah August. Well, that's uh, when they get the first call from the from some guy that says, so no. So basically, they're on a cross-country road trip, and uh, some guy is passing by them. And apparently, he calls the police because he says that while he was passing by these two people, that he saw the guy hit the girl, which was obviously the chick's uh, fiance was, I guess, like uh, smacking her around and stuff. And that uh, he pun- that he punched her and um, slapped her, and that he went into the car or whatever. And then so the cops came. And apparently he also got uh, punched and um, scratched. And apparently the cops like let them go and they didn't file anything because apparently uh, according to them to the guy and, 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 and the girl, they said a quote, um, they said that they were in love and engaged to be married and desperately didn't wish to see anyone charged with the crime. So obviously they were uh, selfishly in love, I think, because obviously if you're in a, uh, abusive relationship you should probably get out don't ever let the your significant um other hit you to be i mean obviously yeah man or woman like, yeah that's kind of like obvious so then that happens and then um on uh what is it and no and 
August uh, 30th, uh, she texts her mom last saying that there's no service in Yosemite, uh, Yosemite, whatever you say. Mm-hmm. And uh, so obviously, like, I guess the mom is already like, OK, well, why would she say that? Obviously, she's not going to because obviously, like, that's my girl. So she's not going to uh, try not to talk to me or whatever. So they kind of got suspicious about that. And then uh, apparently there is this girl uh, on TikTok that picked them up. That picked no that that uh picked um up the guy, it was the girl and her uh boyfriend off of TikTok. They picked up the guy uh laundry off of the side of the road. Apparently, I I think this is already when he had already killed his uh fiance, but uh apparently he was yeah. um hitchhiking on the side of the road in uh Wyoming, and they picked him up, and then apparently he got mad because. They weren't going to go the same direction that he was going towards, which is, I think, his house in um, Florida. So he gets mad and he makes them drop, drop him off on the side of the road. So then that happens. And then in September 1st, he gets to his house and obviously uh, he doesn't have his girlfriend with him or uh, fiance with him. So his his so her family get very uh, suspicious and they had to wait, I think, 10 days yeah they had to wait till september 11th to file a uh missing persons report which is pretty weird and the whole time that they were trying to search for her the guy the uh, fiance was at his house uh chilling so obviously like and obviously like he was the first uh suspect that they went for right yeah and they don't know what her last and apparently he has a uh attorney and I think it was funny because the uh, attorney uh, is uh, quoted saying, uh, in my experience, uh, intimate partners are often the first person law enforcement focuses their attention on in cases like this. <laughs> it's like, dude, yeah, no like, shit. <laughs> it was just them two at a fucking national like park. Like, why? Why would they like if a person came to uh, kill them? Why would they kill one person and then let the other one go? And he not uh, say anything. Yeah, so he can fucking say something. Like obviously, like I honestly, dude, this is actually one thing that I actually wanted wanted to say too. I never uh, understood in these kinds of uh, cases why or how uh, people, or not not people, but um, what are they called? Uh, lawyers uh, try to back up the people that like obviously like killed a person and it's like and like the uh uh evidence is there you know like it's like okay like obviously at the end of the day it's probably just because they want to make their fucking cash you know because they're gonna make some because obviously they that make pretty a lot. much is the reason That's why the i'm not defending reason, yeah. i'm not defending but that is yeah. yeah no i mean it's it's like it's fucking true bro like they just want want to get paid and it's like okay dude like honestly i think i would prefer to get this guy locked up if i'm the guy then like make like a couple whatever whatever he's gonna make i'm pretty sure it's probably gonna be like 100k or something because obviously uh lawyers are not fucking cheap they're expensive as hell and then uh they found her body on the 19th i think yeah they found her body on the 19th but they couldn't confirm it until yesterday which was the 21st or yeah yesterday on sunday right they found her body i remember that's when i actually yeah yeah, yeah. they they found her body on sunday and they could not say it was her until i think it was the next day or the next two days but i just want wanted to like bring that up because it was a very sad case because it's like dude like it's crazy how you can uh be 
um married or engaged engaged to someone and like be and like that's supposed to be the person that you are supposed to be be with for your whole life and you're the one that like kills them that's just insane to me bro that always like make makes me sad and like it just like sh- shocks me because it's like okay dude well uh clearly uh they had a very toxic uh relationship and obviously mm-hmm. if you're in a toxic uh relationship because i know like people are gonna say well why did she tell the policeman uh whenever they were there like oh no please don't charge us what do you call it uh we're just uh we're just um what did she say in love love or whatever and like it's uh, whatever like they if i was the cops i think actually the cops are the ones that are getting uh i want to say canceled as well or something like that that's what my that's that's what i heard that what do you call it uh the cops are get get getting uh canceled because of the way they reacted to the uh to the situation. situation yeah yeah which is weird i mean it makes sense because it's like okay dude if you get a domestic abuse or whatever like yeah d- yeah. yeah like d- if, domestic if you get abuse, a yeah. call like that if you get a call like that then you should obviously like you know take them in for uh at question, least question but, yeah well, i don't know like, about taking them in but like at, at least well, like run their info question. or something you know like yeah. just don't but, don't just leave Apparently, uh, that night also, I also, uh, also forgot to say this part, but, um, apparently, uh, whenever the cops left or whatever, they actually took him to a nearby, uh, hotel so they can be apart for the night so they can clear oh, yeah, their yeah, mind. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, so, I do remember reading that. Yeah. Person, I think it was on TikTok. So take it as you may, cause it's TikTok. But apparently there, there was this person that showed a video and said, that the guy was in Alabama walk, walking around and that apparently he was headed towards Texas, which is where we are because mm-hmm. he wanted to escape to uh, Mexico. Oh, wow. I know. And, uh, go ahead. Yeah. Now you go. I was going to say like, and now they can't find him because as soon as they were going to go, um, go get him for questioning, he disappears. Yeah. And it's been what? Three days now? Four, no, yeah, actually, a actually a week now. I, I think it's say. been more than a week because I think they first went or like they first asked him about it in September 1st. Mm-hmm. That's when he got there. And then apparently uh, they went to his house. But he was lawyered uh, up. On Yeah. But, but like they went to his house again, I think on September 15 or 16 or 17 or some uh, somewhere around there. Last and week. apparently the mom and dad said that he wasn't there. Anymore, yeah, he that, bounced. Like, he they didn't know where he went. Yeah. So obviously like he just like took off. But like, dude, how... I don't know how you can live with like uh killing your significant other that that always blows my mind dude like yeah, unless you're yeah. like in a life or death uh <clears throat> situation where the person has you like at the point of death then obviously you know protect yourself but like i mean come on dude like i hope they find this guy and i hope he gets the uh death pen- penalty because i know it's if he gets caught in uh texas he might get that because i know texas has that i think actually uh florida has that as well and that's where he's from so he's gonna get it regardless because of what he did but i don't know yeah i mean hopefully they find him i know a friend of mine uh had mentioned that he had heard not heard when i heard when when i say heard i mean like on the internet or you know read some comments that maybe he's looking for a place to like you know actually just commit suicide and just get away with it because i mean i mean he could probably do it at any time but he probably thinks like if he slows down they'll catch him you know Oh yeah, that actually uh I saw this um story today or not 
don't know if you want to call it a story or whatever you want to call it, but uh, I was on um, Instagram and apparently this uh, news source uh, said that um, I think it was a record company. Those that do um, music were going to sue uh, Lil Peep. I think that's his name. Lil Peep and <laughs> XXX Tentacion. And I don't know if you know this, but they're both like dead. Yeah. So they're suing. They're gonna sue two people that are dead. Like, how are you supposed to sue dead people? Are they gonna like come from the grave? And, I mean, like, you could probably sue their agencies or their families their or agencies, something. But like, I just think that's funny because it's like, okay, well, because I know like, um, a like I know it's uh happened before where uh this person's gonna get this person is going to go to court and then obviously like they pass pass away or something and then like they just like completely drop drop the case. Yeah. So it's like okay, well, like how are you gonna just? I mean, obviously it's probably gonna be the uh agencies of them, but still, it's just like weird to me. It's like, dude, just like let them, you know, rest, rest in peace, dude. Like it just make makes no sense, but yeah. whatever. Yeah, I get I you. Just, yeah, I mean, for what it's worth, thoughts and prayers to the family didn't have to happen, but unfortunately, it did. Um, so yeah, that's pretty much what I had to think about. Hopefully, they catch him. You know, we'll see. All right, so that's pretty much going to do it for our uh, second episode this week. Uh, hopefully next week is um, a little bit slightly better, uh, pretty much ending story, you know. But uh, I felt we we both felt we probably had to, like, cover that story, you know, since yes, it, was it was really, very, yeah. But, you um, see it happening, but it's just, it's not good. Yeah, so uh, if you guys have any um, thoughts, comments on what we talked about today, just go ahead and leave it in the uh, comment section below. Go ahead and message us um, on our social medias. If you want to go ahead and say yours. Uh, Aaron, A-A-R-O-N underscore D-L-G-0-6. <laughs> yeah, and you can know, we'll probably uh, start putting our links to those uh, social medias on the video descriptions if you're on YouTube. Um, we're probably, we're still working on making uh, the actual show on Twitter and Instagram. So we'll probably start putting those soon. And then you can uh, tweet us on there and just messages on Instagram, you know, whatever you guys want to do. But uh, thank you guys for listening and hope you guys enjoyed it. So we'll see you next time. Peace.